0: listener
1: production Wall
0: Street grinds higher as analysts focus on the Christmas shopping season. And Aussie shares expected to open higher on Monday ahead of QB insurance's sales update. I'm Tom and I'm Ryan. It's Monday the 27th of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market
1: Update, Ryan. US markets we had the Dow Jones up by a third of a percent, the S&P 500 up by a tenth of a percent with a similar outcome for the Nasdaq as participants digested all of the pumpkin pie and turkey that they'd consumed the day before.
0: It was a strong week though, Tom. The Dow gained 1.3%. The S&P 500 lifted 1% and the NASDAQ added 0.9%. That's their fourth consecutive week of gains. And it's the longest for the S&P 500 and NASDAQ since June. And for the Dow Jones, it hasn't posted a weekly run this long since April. Indeed. So there were some
1: mixed reports in terms of what was happening on black Friday, uh, and the suggestion being that uh, sales weren't quite uh, hitting the note as far as consumers were concerned. In recent years, of course, we've had inventory buildups, which led to very substantial discounting. But shoppers are a little bit miffed that they're not
0: getting the same generosity from retailers this year. And that was reflected in the share market performance of retailers on Friday. We saw Walmart, Macy's, and Target lift between 0.2% and 0.9%, not shooting the lights out, but Amazon ticked higher by just 0.02%. But we did hear from Adobe Analytics on the weekend, and they said Black Friday shoppers spent a record $9.8 billion US dollars online, offering a positive sign for retailers facing a lackluster sales forecast for the holiday season. It's
1: really quite important uh, to see how this Christmas shopping season pans out, don't you think? Because in recent weeks, of course, the markets have done well because of the prospect or the discussion at least, that the US Federal Reserve could potentially be cutting rates next year. These figures that you're talking about on Friday will contain that important measure that the US Federal Reserve looks at in terms of inflation, and that will really put the cat amongst the pigeons as to whether or not the the Fed is in a position to be even entertaining a conversation about rate cuts.
0: Well, yes, the Federal Reserve's preferred measures we published with the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index seen rising 3.1% in October from a year ago. The core measure, which excludes food and fuel, is considered a better gorge of underlying inflation. It's what the US Federal Reserve targets, is expected to have climbed 3.5%. So, broadly, the lowest level since mid-2021.
1: Let's talk about uh, other things. So, I found oil prices interesting at the... Uh, in fact, uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks. So oil prices down by around 2% on Friday. They finished at around $75.54 US a barrel, not vastly changed over the course of the week. But still, with uh, everything that's going on in the Middle East to see oil prices at
0: the lower end of their recent range, that's not particularly inspiring. It is, and all hinges on the OPEC meeting on November 30th and OPEC is trying to resolve a disagreement over output quotas, and that forced the group to postpone a pivotal meeting, which was scheduled for November 26th. And what we have seen is reviewing of demands made by African members on an earlier deal, so they're looking to tweak the 2024 targets set for Angola and Nigeria.
1: That said, as far as the catalyst for this week... The thing that stands out to me is the marked underperformance of the Australian share market relative to what we have seen in the US. So uh, we're uh, essentially half the improvement that we have seen on Wall Street, and that comes to uh, down to a variety of factors, not least of which is the discussion around interest rates. So that's one aspect of things this week that will get a little bit of attention.
0: There are expectations the Reserve Bank of Australia will increase interest rates by another quarter point by at least the first quarter of next year, whereas there's expectations that the U.S. Federal Reserve is done with its rate hiking cycle. So what we have seen is markets pricing that in. Also, expectations around rate cuts in the United States have been pared back somewhat with the stronger than expected business activity data that we saw on Friday, And on the back of that, we have seen a significant rally with bond yields lower or falling more quickly in the United States than Australia. So that has led to the information technology sector in the U.S. outperforming and the Australian market has less exposure to that sector.
1: Indeed. So just quickly, last week, uh, over the course of the week, we had two-year Treasury notes up six basis points to 4.95% and 10 years a little firmer as well, up by three basis points to 4.47%. The other important factor as far as the local market is concerned is the disquiet in relation to the performance of the Chinese economy, which is uh, casting a bit of a pall over things and that is perhaps in focus this week because we've got a bit of Chinese economic news to look at. Is that going to make a difference, do you think, Ryan?
0: Well, we get an update on purchasing manager indexes for both the services and manufacturing sectors, and they'll be important from the perspective that'll show whether China's economy has gained any traction in terms of its recovery. But certainly what we have seen in the commodity space, particularly industrial metals, is hope and optimism. Yes, I know. So th- that's the, precisely the point that
1: I'm making. If you're a portfolio manager and you see some encouraging figures on those PMIs this week, is that enough for you to move or do you need to see uh, another couple of uh, events like that to be satisfied that the Chinese economy is beginning to turn a
0: corner? Well, what we did see in terms of the Singles Day, uh, Retail spending wasn't very encouraging, so. But that's what you would expect if you've got
1: twenty percent youth unemployment in the uh, in the Chinese economy. Allegedly,
0: we don't see the numbers. Well, of course, they don't report on that anymore. So, but certainly there are concerns about consumer spending, the resilience of the economy. One thing that's really standing out at the moment, though, is iron ore. It was up again on Friday, up by zero point two percent to one hundred thirty point sixteen U.S. dollars a ton. It posted its longest stretch of weekly advances since January last week as well, up for a fifth straight week. It's around nine-month highs, and that's on optimism around stimulus pledges in China, which will potentially boost demand for construction-related steel after the prolonged property market slump.
1: Indeed, and I suppose the other thing to consider is that we are running into that period before uh, the Lunar New Year in China where activity does tend to accelerate a little bit in anticipation
0: of that shutdown over the Lunar New Year period. And we have seen a revision of iron ore forecasts for next year. So BMI, which is a unit of Fitch Solutions, has revised its price forecast for next year to an average of 120 bucks a tonne, up from 100 bucks a tonne. Mm, lofty given what's going on. But anyway,
1: so with all of those influences, uh, I suppose that explains why the Aussie dollar is just a stone's throw away from 66 US cents at the moment. Uh, That prospect of rate cuts in the US, firmer commodity prices, and the potential of a rate hike here has got that Aussie dollar holding up quite nicely under the circumstances.
0: As is the higher iron ore price providing a tailwind, but this week we'll see some important data as far as the fortunes of the Aussie dollars concerned domestically. So we get an update on retail spending tomorrow for the month of October. Commonwealth Bank Group economists are forecasting that we'll see a 0.6% drop in spending in October as people reign in spending ahead of the Black Friday sales. So we'll see a pull forward for Christmas as well. So certainly we'll see November sales quite strong, but We'll also get an update on the monthly consumer price index indicator. That's expected to slow from 5.6% annual growth rate in September to 5.2% annual growth rate in October. And I guess if the number is higher than 5.2%, then there could be expectations building for another rate rise in December, but markets aren't pricing that in at the moment. No, it's certainly um, a first
1: quarter of next year situation as far as that prospect is concerned. So having said that, the Aussie dollar is trading at 65.8 US cents, Ryan. Christmas is in the air. The, the days are counting down. We've got um, so much to talk about though between now and when we break for Christmas. So Uh, Every day is precious in that regard, I suppose.
0: Certainly is, Tom. Look forward to the rest of the week. Indeed. Have a great day.